I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. Kevin, how are you? I am fantastic. It's, it's good to see you. I know. It's been a few weeks. It's, you, I know you've been very busy. I've so been a little busy. My book launched, and uh, it's done okay. I'm pretty excited about it. Yes, congratulations on all your all the success so far. Very exciting stuff. I'm excited. Shelf Life of a Secret hit number one in hot new release for PTSD, which is shocking because my publisher is the one who, when they signed everything up, when they, when they set up the account, she put in, or he put in, PTSD and I never would have thought but yeah it makes sense I mean I'm yeah all, totally I, it feels I, good though right you're already helping people. I'm completely fucked up but you know now I'm better <laughs> right. maybe, maybe that should be a whole new category that's a good idea actually I know completely fucked up but better yeah okay so I have a couple guests with me today I uh, my good friend Kim Gatlin she wrote Good Christian Bitches welcome to the show can you hear her oh there we go Oh yeah, gotta turn the mic on. <laughs> yeah, that helps. So I have I have Kim here for a reason because later on in the show we're going to talk about um, what it's like dealing with um, your other half who travels all the time because she was married to a famous Gatlin singer, Rudy Gatlin, and you live that life. And I'm kind of in that life a little bit now, and it's a little bit more challenging than I thought it would be. There's an art to it, that's for sure. Thank you, and you know, but I have to deal with you know an ex, and you didn't have that luxury, mm, or did you? Mm. And then I have my son, Richard. Hello. Good to be back. Thanks Richard's home from college. Thank you for being here. How'd you do your first year, buddy? Uh, you know, finished strong. That's good, because how, how do we start off? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did better. much better. It right. happens to the best of us. I was going to say. And I, w- I will say, I was uber proud of you. Uh, I haven't been here since I went to my hockey tournament. I went to Florida a couple weeks ago, Remember? No. So I haven't been here since my book launch. Right, so I haven't been here for a few weeks. That's exactly. I forget. That's why I'm so behind on everything. <laughs> we need to do this more. So I yeah. went to Florida for my hockey tournament, which, by the way, we got our ass handed to us. We were 0 for 3. God, that sucks when you lose every game. But I got to take Richard and his sweet roommate. Uh, he's really cute, too, but he's too young. Um, took him out to dinner. <laughs> and we went and had this awesome steak dinner with this huge seafood platter right on the beach overlooking the ocean. I will regret that for a long time. Why you regret that? Let's just say I'm not going to be eating oysters anytime. Yeah, me either. Uh, I got you. So I'm at my hockey tournament, and I'm supposed to bring my A game. You cannot bring your A game (laughs) if you're puking every five minutes. (laughs) Well, my ass brought its A game, I'll tell you. (laughs) You know, it came out my ass too, Richard. I mean, let me just tell you, there was was a mass exodus on both ends from me. Have you ever had oyster poisoning or food poisoning? I've had food poisoning. You can get hepatitis from this. I mean, I I researched it. Yeah, all kinds of shit. This is this could kill you. It's yeah, dangerous. I mean, this was dangerous. I mean, I was sucking them down, no problem. I eat oysters all the time. Me too. You would think right on the ocean, you wouldn't have a problem. Absolutely. So I wasn't able to play. That's where very you're supposed well. to be the most safe. I, I exactly. So obviously, the warm water oysters aren't the best one. So I, I really suffered for that. And then I'm thinking, oh my god, I, I, I don't know what I ate. I went to Starbucks, I had an egg there. Maybe it was a bad egg. I didn't know. And then Richard texts me and says, Mom. I'm so sick, I missed my final. Uh, I was like, oh my God, we got oyster poison. <laughs> so I asked how your roommate was, and he didn't touch the oysters. Oh, and he was fine. And he so was fine? you could yeah. clearly narrow it down to one, because we all had the same thing. And I don't know, it's going to be a long time before I eat oysters. Not again. too hard to identify the culprit. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Have you ever results. had oysters, Kevin? I love oysters. I so eat oysters do I. like a madman, especially when I'm in Florida. <sighs> So, I mean, and luckily, I've never had it, but almost every restaurant I go to when I'm in Florida, I'll get it as an appetizer or with my entree. Like, I'm constantly eating oysters. Oh, I, lo- I love them. So, Kim, have you ever had them? 
yeah, but y'all need to switch to stone crabs. At some point. <laughs> yeah, we might want to consider something else. But I, I have. It was I, even hard to eat sushi afterwards. I, I, I would imagine it'd be hard to eat any seafood for a while. Uh, I was not in a good place. But anyway, so had my tournament book launched. I mean, I guess I haven't been here in a few weeks. So had my hockey tournament. We got our ass handed to us. Um. Ate oysters, got food poisoning for four days. That sucked so badly. But now I am back and ten pounds lighter. And what? And ten, ten pounds lighter. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm going to give you a great weight loss diet plan. Eat really shitty Eat oysters. A ton of oysters. There, it will. There will be nothing in your body for a week. You can die from that shit. I know, right? Yeah. Okay, so I didn't die. So I'm here. <laughs> so uh, Lizzie turns 16 next week, oh, and. Boy. I know I'm a little nervous about this. I was fine with you, Richard, when you drove because you just you were so confident. Even though Lizzie's confident, she's still you know preoccupied sometimes. So I'm worried about her driving, and so she says, "So she says, Mom, just trust me. I can do this." I said, "Okay." So we go downstairs. I, I said, "I'll be down in a second. Go get in the car and get it started." So I go downstairs. She's sitting in the garage with the car on, and the door down. With the door down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bad start. That is a bad start. That's what kind of, the fuck are you doing? That's kind Open of Open the garage right now. How fast did you hit that button? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's kind of a cardinal rule. I mean... <laughs> Do they not teach us that's at driver's kind of hilarious. Uh. I'm like, how, how did this just go over my head? <laughs> yes, sweetie, I'm so excited for you to start driving. She's just sitting there listening to music. I mean, what if I got upstairs and took a shit for 20 minutes? I mean, uh, uh, I like, how do you tell your kid, don't do that? Don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Before you even get out of the driveway. I know. Like, the, uh, like I, did that ever occur to you, Richard? I just, well, I, I, did I miss this? Is this like parenting 101, the most basic things you have to tell your kids? I mean... I, I, what if something happened? I, Do not drop a hardwired electronic in the tub with you. Oh, I probably need to, you know, yeah, right. Don't, don't stick a fork don't dry in your the toaster. Hair and the, like, you feel like this stuff is common sense, but. Yeah. They need a whole, like, teenage proofing <laughs> system like they had for baby proofing. You know, like, upgrade it to when they're 16. Uh, tell you're them, right. like, start the car with a garage yes. door. I mean, how did I not think of this before? I mean, I knew a guy in college that would put a metal colander in the microwave, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? You're, like, you're going to burn the whole building down. Richard almost burned the lake house down with his uh, Burger King once. Yeah. <laughs> well, how'd that do? happen? Was there foil in it or some shit? No, I just, I had the whole bag, and I just threw it in there, turned it on. I was about to hop in the shower, and uh, I was like, you know what, I'm like going to take out my Burger King because I don't want it to be too hot yeah. when I get out of the shower. And so I just kind of run back over there, things on fire. On fire? Grab it out of the microwave, <laughs> throw it in the sink, turn the water on. The top of the microwave was just completely black. Needless to say, we had to replace it. You had to replace the microwave. We had to replace the microwave. So... Um, Anyways, thank you all for being on my show today. Uh, I'm really excited because I didn't I, I didn't know how well um, my book would do, and Kim really helped me with my book a lot. I mean, I wrote the book, but Kim pretty much sat down with me and really helped me organize it and organize my thoughts, and you were instrumental in this, and so I can't thank you enough. And I've gotten a lot of great feedback on the book, and I was supposed to have a television interview today, but that got moved to next week, but I'm so grateful that people are reaching out wanting to interview me. I was on the Brian Glenn Show last week. He's on 660. Do you know him, Kevin? Yeah. Was on his show. I sent you a text right after you were on. He's a great guy. So, but you know, I've gotten some really interesting um, personal comments from people that have read the book, and and w the one that shook me the most 
kind of to my core was, and people were like, oh, it's so good, Wanda. I'm so proud of you. Like, I appreciate all that. It's amazing. It's funny. But I expect all that. But what I didn't expect was uh, one of my friends saying, and she's, uh, I've known her. She's a teacher in the district. I'm not going to say who. But she said to me, I, uh, she's been wanting to write this for a couple weeks, but finding the courage has taken me a moment with fear of exposure. Hmm. So she was assaulted as a child and she feels a lot of fear, isolation, anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. And, 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 and I'm thinking to myself, there are so many women out there who are afraid to come forward and say that they were assaulted yeah. as a child. They're, they don't want to be exposed. And I'm like, honey, no. The only ones who should be afraid of being exposed are the pedophiles. Right. It's actually the exact opposite. It's the exact. And, and, and I, don't, I don't know how to talk to her I mean I'm not a therapist and I've said this in the book I'm not a therapist um, but I don't know what to say to these people my close friends who I've known a long time that are coming out to me and telling me this I don't know what to say to them Yeah, because you, you're fine but they're fr- like me blah 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 big mouth I, you know I, I, I tell everything but some people they're so afraid Yeah, and it, it was just it just kind of shook me to my core I think and, it's easier for you to convey these things here well, the, I, I, I mean, mean it just, it, I think that's, probably, this is your release in a lot of ways, I think. Probably. And, and another friend reached out to me and said, Wanda, this is so, your book is so good, blah, 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 and I appreciate it. But um, she says, I've written my own, and I don't know how to publish it. Can you help me, Kim? <laughs> now I'm the expert. <laughs> now you're the publisher. <laughs> so uh, she goes, I don't know if, if it's more a cathartic process or if I'm actually going to publish the book. And I said, I hear you there, sister. Mm-hmm. So, and you obviously know how hard it is to write a book. You've written several. Uh-huh. I mean, you've got another one coming, and you qu- quote the funniest things. What was the one you posted about a porn star yesterday from GCB2? Oh, about... Thank uh, you notes? Southern women don't make good escorts or... Uh, porn stars? Prostitutes. Prostitutes. Uh, because um, they don't want to have to write thank you notes to thank them for the business. <laughs> 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 I thought that was funny. I like that. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. And I saw... I was mad at somebody who hadn't written me a thank you note when I posted it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So, did you? Did I send you that Me Too? Yes. Oh, my God. I brayed like a donkey. I laughed so hard. Okay. It was did, hilarious. Have you seen the Me Too meme? No. Where old people like me and Kim and the pound sign. Is oh, that, of course. Is, I know the, the hashtag thing and all the that. The hashtag, we think it's pound. Yeah. So pound me, me too. too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever like, seen. I, I was, was crying. I was laughing so hard. And, and you know, listen, I, you know, I, I'm a victim of a sexual assault. Yes, I get it. But, but you still have a sense of humor. I still have a sense of humor. Yeah. Thank God. Whoever started that movement now is looking at it like, damn it. Yeah, you're right. Let's oh, talk about more about it. Let's talk about that Eric Schneiderman, uh, the Attorney General for New York. Oh Lord, have mercy. So uh, he's a big proponent. He's a Democrat. I don't real. Although I don't really think Republican or Democrat matter with the Me Too movement. But he is um, the. You heard about this, Kevin. He's the Attorney General, yeah. and he was he stepped down because within three hours, several of his girlfriends yes. came forward and said that you know he abused them. But yeah, he was a yeah. huge proponent of Me Too, so it's like yeah, okay. So I talk about the amygdala a lot, right? Amygdala is your emotional mind. Yep. So, and in my book, I talk about uh, I was I, I'm, I'm I was an overachiever. So when I'm in my wise mind, I get things done. Like I'm building this lake house. I can get, I can I can get so much done if I'm in my wise mind. But the second I get my emotional mind, I'm fucked. So this Eric, I know what you mean. Yeah, all of us, all of us. Once we get stuck in there, we can't get out. So yep. this Eric Schneiderman, 
uh, is it Schneiderman? Schneiderman? He um, would sit down and drink. He would drink two bottles of wine a night, and then he'd go to bed. This is according to one of his girlfriends in one of the affidavits she had signed. Um, he would go to bed and have a bottle of scotch at his bed. So he's just shit-faced yeah. every night. So when we get that drunk, we are not in our wise mind. We are in our abyss, our emotional abyss. And then that's when the gloves come out and he starts hitting. Yeah. But yet he's fully capable of going to work and being a successful attorney. Totally functioning, yeah. Totally functioning. And not just any attorney, the state attorney for the state of New York. I mean, York. He's, isn't that elected or is appointed? So think about this. We as humans, and, and this blows my mind, that people can be so ultra successful in their everyday life. And that's how I am. But I, I come home and I'll have a glass of wine and I'm just like, fuck it. And then I'll have a, some scotch, and then I just, I just turn. See, at first of all, I, I don't mean, drink. <laughs> I say, Here I'm having a bottle, glass of champagne. <laughs> I, I can almost understand that the concept of going home and having a few drinks, but then you say after polishing off two bottles of wine and then hitting the hard liquor. I mean, but that's, that's a when lot it, of alcohol. That's when it goes like holy shit. Yeah. But then they do the study on men and women, and. You know, a man drinks and he beats his girlfriend. A woman drinks and says, oh, my God, I have to stop because i got to go to the gym in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, so I I know that's a huge generalization. (laughs) It's a huge generalization. But, I mean. it's pretty accurate. But it's somewhat accurate. I'm sure there's some truth to that, yeah. So, like, last night I got in a huge fight with my boyfriend because, you know, I had a glass of wine and I was bummed our plans were changed. And he goes, oh, just because you start drinking, you know, you change. I said, no, this isn't fair. One glass of wine does not make me a horrible person. No. But think about this guy. But I'll admit, yeah, getting wasted does kind of turn you, I mean, it can frequently turn you into an asshole. Well, and especially when he was such a, a big, you know, speaker for the Me Too movement. Right. And all these women are accusing him of all this stuff. And he goes, well, I'll, I'll admit that I've done some role playing. I'm like, really? Oh, my God. He said role playing. Yeah. He used that, that term. Role Kevin, playing. did you just give me the pinky penis? Uh, yeah, I think I did a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> we went over. Okay. I want to means I'm one blunt woman. We'll be right back. More with Kim and my son, Richard. I can't believe it's been that long since you've done that. Don't move. More of One Blunt Woman with Wanda Memes is next. All right, well, you might think I'm crazy. Oh, wait, I am crazy. Did you see that meme I posted the other day? It says, I don't go crazy, I am crazy. Sometimes I go normal. That was great. I know, that's just me. Hey, how about the cars getting inducted to the stars? I mean, to the stars. The Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Good yeah, for them. Time. Rick O'Kasic. God, he looks the same. I agree. Is that a wig he was wearing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, and uh, Howard Stern did Bon Jovi's induction speech for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, I miss that. But yeah. I did see the cars. I love the cars. I mean, yeah, my best friend's girl is one of my favorite all-time songs. I know, I'm such an 80s brat. So we were talking about Eric Schneiderman before um, when we left. And interesting, you brought up in the break, he would not have been so compelled to hit, to be abusive if he wasn't. Right. That still exists in there, whether he's drinking or not. Whether he's drinking or not. Buried down, maybe, but... Right. So, what, you know, whenever someone abuses someone, I've been told, it's don't ask, 
why did you do this? Hey, what happened to you? Right, right, right. So we should, So I guarantee something happened to him. Yeah. Something happened to me. Richard, nothing happened to Some you. For the record. Trauma. And if you go to a therapist in 20 years, you have nothing to say, okay? <laughs> That's what I tell my children. <laughs> I'm a perfect mother. You and... have to go to the therapist so you can brag. <laughs> I don't either. I've had no trauma. I mean, so I'm, I'm in that same boat. See, I, know, I got nothing Kevin, to complain about. Your, I, your A score is a zero. Richard's is a one. He only has a one. Why do you have a one, Kevin? I mean, Richard, why do you have a one on your A score? He doesn't my. even know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because I abused my mother? Or? Oh, ouch. Well. <laughs> wow. On that note, I'm not going to do this podcast anymore. Oh, I'm <laughs> On that note, we're going to the pedophile report. Oh. I thought you See, forgot about that. Today. Kevin did not want to deal with this, but we're going to do it. Okay, we're going to talk about Luke Heinlich. Ew. He's this kid. That name just sounds weird. The Heimlich maneuver? <laughs> I know, right? Been oh. there, done that. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. Richard saved a kid last year from... Uh, Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, they were choking, right? Mm-hmm. At, at, at camp. Yep. And Richard just jumped in. It was a counselor, right? Yeah, a counselor and then a camper, too. Yeah, and then you jumped in and you just gave her the Heimlich and everyone... Well, she wasn't in the pool. We were eating lunch. Oh, you were eating lunch. Okay, but so... And then everyone applauded him. Aww. Which I thought was really He's sweet. so calm about it, too. He's like, how many lives has you dickwad saved? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like I've never seen anybody choke before. <laughs> <laughs> saved another life today. I know. Mom. I saved yeah. your life when you choked on a cracker. Your Richard's grandparents, your your great grandparents, looked at me like I was crazy because I literally turned you over and beat you, <laughs> and what was ever in you came out. It worked. It, it worked. Right. They're looking at me. I reacted so quickly. They were just like, nobody can argue the results. I know, right? It, like it looks like I'd turn around and beat my kid, and they just like what? So that's why I have these creaks in my neck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least you weren't a beheaded monk in your past life. <laughs> that's what the uh, spiritual healer told me when I went there. Huh. I know. Did I ever tell you that, Kevin? No. <laughs> you say spiritual Hitler? I went yeah. to a spiritual healer, oh, healer trying to figure out why I'm so fucked up. For some reason, I thought you said spiritual Hitler, too. Yeah. <laughs> healer. Came out so Heal. And she goes, and this pendulum is swinging back and forth, and she says, you were a monk in your past life. I go, what? She goes, yeah, a beheaded monk. Apparently, I beat my wife or something. And I'm like... First of all, I didn't think monks were even married, but okay. Yeah, that's a great point. And then she goes, do you ever have cricks in your neck? I'm like, you can't make this shit up. Everyone has cricks in their neck. This is what she said to me. (laughs) She did not heal me, although she did say, you're addicted to guilt, which I thought was interesting. I did learn something of that besides being a beheaded monk. Luke Heimlich, baseball player for Oregon State, was accused of sexually molesting, which God, can we please just change that term? Can we just say sexual assault? Molestation, I am so sick of that word. There's just, molest means to bother in Spanish. So can we just stop with that word? But this It's kind of a gross sounding word too. It's just an unappealing word. Okay, so he was accused of his, he started with his, uh, when his niece was four and did it for two years. I know. And he was 15. Seriously, dude. What the fuck? Keep your hands to yourself. So, and then he signed a plea deal and... He got sexual, uh, he had to go to sexual offender treatment, which I'm going to go over that in a second, which you cannot treat sex offenders, but okay. Uh, it's like treating someone for homosexuality, right? Or Right, or, or heterosexuality. Yes, or heterosexuality, exactly. You know, it's like, you like kids or you like adults, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, except in that case, only, you know, homosexual, although... There are a lot of people against homosexuality, but at least a homosexual is consenting with another adult. Right. You know, you can't consent with a kid. It's kind of like you can't cure me of liking beer, but, you know, I could be treated to stop drinking it. Okay. 
Great point. That's an excellent point. Kevin, you should have your own podcast. Oh, thanks. What are we going to call it? <laughs> We're going to call it... We're producers. <laughs> We're producers. I used to have one. So the problem is uh, the, the Major League Baseball draft is in five weeks, and he's a hot prospect. And now he's denying that he did anything. And nobody cares if he did, if he's that good of an athlete. That's right. That's how that works. Which is fucked. Right. Yeah, totally. totally. So my question is, you know, can sex offenders be treated? Right? Can they? Yeah. No, they can't. I, I would say that it could be treated, not cured. Oh. Good point. Yeah. And, but you're only treated while you're in there. But that's the same that's yeah. the same logic he's applying, though, to the drinking thing. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like, I was treated for alcoholism, and so I don't drink now. But it's like something i got to work to not... Right. It doesn't do. mean you I'm inherently gonna, dislike alcohol. Now. Right, I'm going to no. quote this. This, even, this is what I read a sexual offender treatment is different than other therapies for adults. Sex offender treatment is a serious and here's here's the code word keyword encouraging process. Hmm. Okay. Which focuses on learning specialized strategies for stopping abusive behavior. Okay. I agree. It would be a very highly specialized treatment. This uh, is a much more complex. No, but it's disorder, saying encouraging. Think, but, yeah, right. I'm going to encourage. I'm going to encourage you. Little kids. Yeah, but I know you can't with my shotgun in your face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, come on. You tell me. is that, How is that even treatment? All, okay. They're saying, and, and these treatments, maybe it's these treatment centers trying to sell something. Do you, you think that's it? That's a really good point because there's more bad ones out there than there are good so, ones. Also, treatment they're never saying that away 30, discretions. They're I mean. saying that 36% of them can be treated. Really? That one of these places that was their um they're saying oh we 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 help thirty six percent or we we're effective thirty six percent of the time have claim any affiliation with like real well respected medical institutions like that's a good point I'm gonna look that up and we're gonna have a bigger talk on sex offender treatment I mean so it's like um the pharmaceuticals yeah they're over prescribing ADD medicine absolutely I mean I've told you when I call my pediatrician. They have all the prompts, you know. Press eight to refill your child's ADD medication. Yeah, and it's there's a prompt yeah. on the on the phone when you call in. So, I mean, isn't that stuff overprescribed greatly? Are, do kids really need all this medicine? Do are, are these? Is it more about there's a problem, or is it more about making money? Right. I don't know. These are I, amphetamines I want, that you're feeding your kids. Well, right, and this is a treatment. It can't be good for this your brain. <laughs> treatment bullshit is. I'm gonna. I'm going to fix your problem. Exactly. Yep. I'm going to give you hope to fix your problem. I'm going to give you hope that you worst. won't like little There's five-year-olds anymore. for everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, what There's, was that one pedosexual I talked about? Remember he said, I'm 48, but I identify with being a 10-year-old girl, so it's okay oh. for me to be with 10-year-old girls? Did you see that person, the guy on TV? <laughs> he had to have been 65, and he was dressed up like a little girl in pigtails uh. and a pink smock dress, and he was sitting between two people his same age, and he had identified as uh, like a 10-year-old girl. I... I Exactly. Like, just you can't treat that guy. No. Can you? No. He is a card carrying nut. That's, that may be too extreme. I mean, I think there are cases where all is lost. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go a little bit lighter because I know we get so heavy sometimes. It, it is a little. I, I can always see Kevin squirming in a seat. Can't I identify as a billionaire first? <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're identifying with what suits us. <laughs> I'd like to identify. That sounds great. That's so funny. I love. I love you, Kim. You crack me up. Okay, so. Um, you know what I love about Facebook is those memories come up. Yes. So I got a memory today, which is one of my favorite ones of all time, of all the things I've posted. My Lizzie, my 
you know the one who you know in the garage in the garage <laughs> <laughs> that's the garage funniest girl. thing i've yeah, ever heard the garage. <laughs> i'm 16 next week god love her so um watch out world so she um she, I, she goes mom have you made the appointment with the dmv i go no i told you to six weeks ago that's your job you want your license you have to be responsible and she says oh okay she goes what do i need to take i go uh your birth certificate maybe oh oh okay help yeah, your lunch card I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well you know what she asked me is when i got back from austin on tuesday i walk upstairs and she's got all this stuff like listed out on paper she's like can you go to dad's and grab this for me i was like <laughs> i was like god love her she makes straight you can walk over to she makes straight a's too love that kid so she's writing on this um this is last year this happened she's she's she loves to draw and she's very creative i love this kid she's so creative and she's a hard-working kid lacks a little bit of common sense but so she, so she thought she'd write down sayings that i always say and one of them was um what do i say richard um looks gonna only get you so far yeah right so she's saying you know there's two types of people in this world those who get things done and those who don't those who make excuses blah 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 so emma chimes in and she's gonna play the same game <laughs> so her car like so emma's not as near as creative as lizzie but she's fucking hilarious she writes on this card and her handwriting's terrible like mine she goes oh one of mom's quotes where the hell is my fucking iphone charger <laughs> so, i've got this sweet quote that's one of everyone's quotes there's <laughs> a sweet quote lizzie's writing and here's emma screw you i'm gonna one up you on this one <laughs> He forgot one. <laughs> Lizzie's like, Mommy, can I go to Jambalaya? Do you know what Jambalaya is? I go, you don't even like spicy food. Uh, apparently, it's a band thing. It's like a bunch of bands, a bunch of, um, what's the word I'm it's looking for? It's like a music for? festival? A yeah, festival. It's, like a, yeah, it's yeah. like a music festival, but like it's all rap crap, and I'm not a uh, fan of rap. It's like Coachella, Austin City Limits. Yeah, so, but it's, it's, rap, it's in yeah. Dallas, it's, it's all rap. And, and the main Migas team didn't even show up. Do you know who the Migas are? No. Jambalaya and Migas, have we gone down to food now for band names? <laughs> yeah. What is that? Is there anything not named off or some yeah. sort the Migas of spicy are playing uh, dish? Jambalaya. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I thought Migas are something you ate when you're hungover. You know, I don't get all I don't know, this. but I went to Enchiladas last week, and it was some of the best music I ever heard. <laughs> exactly. Funny, Kevin. Why do you make me laugh so much? <laughs> you, you make me laugh. You need to be my uh, co-producer here. <laughs> oh, what you are. Happy so, to be here. So, how much time do you have left? Because uh, I'm we're not... actually at thirty. I just, oh, I just, just oh. keeping it going. <laughs> All right, you can play the outro. Just music. rolling with it. We can go. I, I won't tell my story. Kim and I were going to talk about um, what it's like uh, dating men and married to men who uh, are gone to who are gone all the time. <laughs> yeah, but we'll save that for next time because Hannah Lewis is interviewing me on Channel Hannah Eight. Davis. Hannah Davis. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my bad. Hannah Davis is interviewing me on Channel Eight. Yeah, she's my new friend. She's smart as a whip. I'm Wanda Means. I'm the author of my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over40.com. Check out my book, The Shelf Life is Secret. You can get it on my website at WandaMeans.com or you can get it on Amazon. And remember, from great pain comes a tremendous amount of strength. I'm an angel underneath, innocent and sweet. Yesterday I cried. Must have been relieved to see the softer side. Understand how you'd be so confused. I don't envy you. I'm a little bit of everything.